and magically it just started picking up again. How about that? So yeah, from the from the super classico to the uh, der classiker. <laughs> der classiker. Der classiker. Der classiker. Der classiker. So, so someone's gonna have to educate me here a little bit because okay. I don't know much about the Bundesliga and I don't know for how long Dortmund so has been any good. It's 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 in Germany. Right, but. Since when did this little matchup? Be, when did this become a rivalry? And when did it become oh, a I classic mean, last, of sorts? The last twenty years, they've been kind of the two, or Dortmund's been the second team. Okay, shall we say? So the first um, meeting was actually in 1965, 53 years ago between Bayern and Dortmund. But you're saying it didn't actually well, get going until about twenty well, years ago. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. What I do know is that over the last 20 years, they've been the second team. So okay. if they've, whether or not they've been the second team before that, I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. But for, but for you know, since in the new millennium, they've been the, the second team, basically. Yeah, the rivalry began between the clubs during the 90s. Okay, um, there you go. Because I think Dortmund historically... Uh, just a quick glance at Wikipedia um, from that suggests that the prevalence of other regional rivalries in Germany uh, make the, the classic nature of this matchup maybe uh, slightly diminished. Um, but definitely in the past, what, decade or two since 2000, Dortmund has been a pretty prominent rival of, yeah, of right. Bayern Munich and they probably cemented the uh, the the title worthy name of this matchup when they met in the Champions League final. Right. I mean, I think Dortmund. Yeah, I think Dortmund started, you know, either winning Bundesliga or, or finishing first, second with Bayern or whatever it, in the nineties at some point, uh, by the sounds of it. And then obviously, yeah. So, so yes, and you know, there's a maybe a north south kind of divide to this match. Of, For sure, you know, Dortmund to Bayern, um, and a uh, a players that used to play for Dortmund versus players that now play for Bayern Munich, and then have gone back matchup. Yeah, well, Bayern does that and, well, and, right? It pretty much purchases all of the best German talent to kind of. They you know. do. Is, that's how for a while all the best German talent was playing for Dortmund, okay. so it was a little mm. disproportionately hoovered up by uh, by them. You had uh, you had Goetze and Lewandowski and Hummels. Royce, did he ever cross? Uh, Royce never went no, over. Royce has never has never gone over there. But um, yeah, I mean, pretty much all the talent that would you know play in the Bundesliga or that that they tend to generate generally goes to Bayern. But now you know, Dortmund kind of raises a good team. It gets young players in and and trains them up, and and sometimes they go over to Bayern for a bit, and sometimes they don't. But whereas Bayern seem to bring in more already, you know, already established players, maybe. Well, so yeah, generally they're they're That's, having a bit of difficulty keeping their current player role happy. It seems mm. a lot. A lot of the reports point to you know, some some sort of friction there with Kovac, and whether or not he's utilizing the talent the way that he should be. I know Hamas has been a lot. Of... Has been the focus of a lot of the reporting tied to this, but I, I don't know. Without following it too closely, I, I don't know much more. Yeah, there's been a lot of issues with. Uh... With his lineup selection, I think you had um, you've had Hamez not always being included. Uh, he's got to figure out how to fit. Like their most talented, youthful players are probably Kimmich, Hamez, and uh, and Thiago. And he really needs to get all those players in. Um, he's also saddled with some aging, very uh, very vocal talent in Robin and Ribéry that are not happy when they're not playing, but maybe are not the best players to be on the field at all times. And Riri's uh, being investigated for a, a dust-up with a reporter. Is that 
Did I hear that correctly? Uh, I hadn't heard that, but it surprises me not even in the smallest amount. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a very <laughs> level-headed guy. Like, it doesn't help the you know like that he looks mean. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the he, he had an I accident mean, as a young like a... a young kid. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, he does look like a Bond villain. Yeah. Um, and he and he's just like <laughs> Carlos Tevez. I think he said, "Well, no, look, I'm not I'm not going to have anything done about it because that's basically what makes me me. It's part of who I am." And it fits so his personality this, well. Yeah, I'm just going to leave this scar on my face to be able to frighten children. He looks like the first Bond villain before you get to the main one. Like the guy that's got the contact that... <laughs> the lower-tiered villain? <laughs> right. Like, Bond gets him and he's holding him off of a building and he's like, you need Diamond Deer. Toss him off the building. It's like, ah, oh, that's the rest of the movie. So not super Less villain, not super villain, just regular villain. Regular villain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Entry level villain. The building has slightly different meaning, but you know, we want, uh, <laughs> some people might like that. Just saying. <laughs> it's Germany. I don't know what you're into. <laughs> we get getting back to the soccer, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I guess we need to go back to that. Bayern starts getting off. back to that. Apparently, Lewandowski gets that nice, nice cross, heads in the first goal. Yeah, and you yep. know what? I mean, this this to me was totally ridiculous, though. I mean, you've got a cross that comes in. It's a, it's a good cross in. But w- why the defenders are not like Marking watching him? Lewandowski <laughs> like a hawk? He's, you know, the defender's three yards away from Lewandowski if he's, if he's a foot. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And Lewandowski's basically got a free header six yards out. Why Why did Tavernas not go, ooh, there's Lewandowski. Maybe I should mark one of the best strikers in the world. <laughs> I've heard of him. I've Oh, oh it's him. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, he just lets him go and he scores because he's got a free header six yards out. Thanks very much. But it was that easy. I, I think that's a fair, fair <laughs> criticism. <laughs> I think it's also um, it's worth noting that that Byron um, unavailable to Byron this this week were Robin and Tiago, and I believe James was on the bench, but I don't think that he came on. So I think he was. I think he's still suffering from some sort of injury as well. But to his ego, possibly. Mm-hmm. But James is he's 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 quite a good player. No, I know, but the, the just the going they're. The back and forth between him and Kovac seems to have spilled out to a little bit of the public sphere, and you, you get enough of a glimpse to understand that maybe there's something going on, kind of like a an Alexis Mourinho situation. Yeah, it's a weird situation with with Bayern taking, I guess, a little bit of a break from the game itself, but they probably should have hit the reset button this summer. And gone after new wingers because all of their attacking play is coming from Kimmich and whoever's playing right back for them on the day because mm. they don't really have a, a set right back. And they they used to play a lot more down the wings with Robin and maybe an overlapping Lom or other fullback, but now they seem to be, to be playing a little more narrow. Um, and I don't know that this is a change that is being taken on board fully by the team immediately. So I don't know. I feel like they've got good players, um, but the, the, uh, there's a, I mean, maybe similar to Real Madrid, there's a, there's a gap between the, the young rising talent and the, the older guard that is, that's hanging on there. Makes sense. Hmm. So I, I think next season you'll you'll probably see some some pretty big turnover at Bayern. Maybe if especially if Dortmund does really well <laughs> this season, that those players will just be making the the trek southward. And I, and I think this kind of leads a little bit into the second goal. So I don't know who who's in charge of having the conversation with Manuel Neuer, but someone needs to tell him that he's lost a step and a half, and he needs to cool it with the previous antics. 
throughout the game, he came out a couple times and he was slow and he was, he's not ineffective, but he's certainly a little bit slower. And you he's could definitely tell, heavier. Yeah. And you could see that in, in, in the slide into uh, what would result in the penalty, there just there wasn't the same quickness off the line and he wasn't as methodic when going toward, towards the ball. He just slid too wide, let the ball go through. It, it's one of those typical drive and dives that you were talking about, Matt. And he mm-hmm. just he f- played right into it. That's what I was going to ask. Was was that a drive and dive? Yeah, it seemed like one to me. He he I makes so. the touch right before Neuer gets there, but Neuer just he's so he he's trying to compensate for getting off the line slowly, and he just slides right across without a lot of regard for what's going on beyond the ball. And plays yeah, right mm-hmm. into that penalty kick. A couple of seasons, he may have come out to do that same thing, but he would have severely injured the the striker right. in the process. Yeah, but he would have gotten, gotten the, the ball. ball. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he would have gotten the yeah. ball and killed the striker. <laughs> yeah. Um, which you know you can argue one way or the other, but if that's fair, um. Yeah, so Marco Roy steps up, scores the scores the penalty, and it's one one. Uh, not for long. I mean, not for long because uh, Lewandowski scores another header. A little which, bit more Ian, marked, wanna... but not not quite. Yeah, I mean, there was this more one's more forgivable. Time. Yeah, this Sorry. was more forgivable because it was a lot more chaotic goings goings and comings, whereas the other one was just he's going to cross the ball. He's crossed the ball. Oh, Lewandowski's free. <laughs> This, yeah, this, this was, one. The give and go on the end line was really nice. The little over mm. the, like behind the back little scissor kick thing. Yeah, over to Kimmich. Yeah. Kimmich is quite a player. Oh, yeah. Big he's shoes be, to fill, too. Be, yeah, and he's, he's doing really well. Like, he's got all of Robin's work to do defensively, which I guess everybody that's ever played. <laughs> on the side of Robin has had all of Robin's work to do defensively. Yeah, he's he's impressed me a lot. Then we get to uh, Reus' second goal. Royce. Ties it up. Royce? Royce, yeah. Who are you, what are you trying to say? Marco Royce. Yeah. Is it just Royce? Royce. Yeah. Royce. You can say Royce. You have but spent it's a, but it's a more German time name. Yeah, trying to teach me how to say German R. <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to make fun of me when I you do the Spanish names. And I things. don't, though. Mm-hmm. Not to your face. Royce. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what is it? Royce. 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 Okay, close enough. What do you do? I don't remember this. I don't remember this call. <laughs> anyway, the second one was, you know, there's a, uh, a player driving into the, along the side of the box, and he cuts it back for Royce, who hits it. Um, one touch, low and hard to the to the other, to the, to the far corner of the net. Good goal. But anyway, Dortmund tied up, 2-2. And then, Bayern are just pressing, and... Dortmund managed to find Paco Alcácer. Valencia's Paco Alcácer. <laughs> yet, yet another Valencia export that's doing well. Yet, yet another Valencia. Well, via Barcelona. But also joins a, a long line of players that have gone through Barcelona. Much like David Villa. Right. I don't know, Matt, have you ever seen Paco Alcácer play before? Uh nope. I saw him yeah. saw him score this goal though. Yeah, he's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, I mean he goes down the whole pitch and, and waits for Maninoya to kinda of commit and then just chips him at the last second. Uh he made it look really easy when it's really, really difficult. I imagine that's the type of goal that Manuel Neuer hates conceding. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't think he likes conceding any type of goal. Doesn't... I know, but there's gotta be some that Bug him more than others, and I think this is probably. Did you? Get, he went gonna down. Be, gonna be the one. Yeah, do you remember him like going down for this? 
His, he goes down, yeah. and I think he tries to, tries to catch it back with his leg as it's chipped over the back of his yeah, torso, but, and he like, yeah, just kind of pups his butt out. Looked incredibly awkward. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't notice that. I just remember him like trying to move his knee, but his knee cannot move that yeah, quickly the, or that the leg, high. The leg wasn't moving at all, so it just kind of looks like he popped out his ass to, ah, to gotcha. stop the ball. I thought you said he popped his butt out. Right, he popped his butt popped. out. <laughs> I mean, he he's got a giant ass. <laughs> it's gonna, it's, it's gonna pop out every once in a while. In this case, it did so hilarious, hilariously. Dare vase and quando. I just like the idea of it. it. Sounds like it's popping out. Like it's like he doesn't have control over it. And it's just gonna it's gonna pop out at any moment. Yeah, I'm and not sure that he does. It's just it's just oh, it's just gonna pop out. All so, right. So yeah, three two and Dortmund win. Um, yeah. It, I mean, this makes this makes a decided improvement on their on their last uh, Bundesliga matchup when he was six nil to. Uh, to Dortmund in March. It's um, the little things. So and yeah. more importantly, leaves them seven points clear of Bayern. Of Bayern, only only four points clear of of uh, Munchen Gladbach, but um, right. But that's kind of the line is Bayern. Yeah, I mean they don't really care as long as they're beating Bayern. Who are in fifth? And I, I think we see a little bit of a. Similarity between Bayern and, and Real Madrid seasons. Uh, a lot of early struggles with a new manager. Bayern have chosen to stick with Kovac, and who knows how long that'll happen. Mm. <laughs> Especially after a, a defeat like this. So, I think we'll see. I feel like they'll hang with him. They'll hang with Me. him, or they'll hang with him. <laughs> <laughs> take, take it as you will. The ultimate hedge. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Whale. So it was Dortmund Bayern. Whale. Whale. Oh, the other note. The other note with that is that uh, Dortmund is still unbeaten, and they're the only, the only Bundesliga club to to be so. I believe. Do they so have quite, the? It's quite interesting. Yeah, I guess how many other teams in Europe are unbeaten? We've got Manchester City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Dortmund. Are Juventus unbeaten? I th- I want I, I think so. They are. Their record is slightly more impressive. They have won 11 and drawn 1. What about PSG? Uh, PSG, I don't count as a team <laughs> so I don't really care <laughs> but I mean, if you're gonna ask for the sake of it yes they're 13 and 0 teams. 13 yeah. and 0 and, and they they're leading by 13 thir- points 13. in the <laughs> super tight league oh. yeah they, their goal differential is plus 38 <laughs> 13 games into the season it's so stupid it's hard to articulate the next time they, have, they haven't drawn a match they haven't lost a match it's just that's oh yeah <laughs> yeah okay. it's we've already spent too much time talking about league one well yeah other than Poor Thierry Henry and Monaco. Well, I was going to say four nothing. That that's that should get at least a mention. Oh, what was the? I was just looking at their league place at nineteenth. Did they? Did they lose their match? I, yes, they did. Oh, two PSG. Yeah, I see. I see the connection now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, it's it's not. Well, it's not it, good, Bob. It's a it's a big drop from pe- previous couple seasons, so I'm sure Henri will probably have a little bit of pressure. Although the ownership for the club have stated that they're you know, fully supporting him for now. Yeah, I mean he he just got there. Yeah. 
I mean, they, it's they, not a they, good place. they booted Hardim because he was a little bit stagnant, but he, they, I mean, the, the fault for this lies with the owners selling all of their best players every single season. Right. It's they're they're kind of like Southampton of Lego. <laughs> except they get a lot more money. <laughs> and I was also going to say that except they they got rid of Mbappe and not really Adam Lana. Like it, it's a different kind of quality there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's take it uh, directly west, not not north, north south, just just west. North south. Spain. Yep. Um, so I hold on. <laughs> I was under the impression that to get to Spain from Italy, you had to go due north. Yeah, isn't that? So, some isn't people that assume that. Not everybody that's listened to the pod would would agree with that. <laughs> so you're telling me only, I'm only hashtag with games. To the pod would agree. You're telling me if I if I hike across the mountains out of out of Milan, go due north, I'm not gonna end up in Barcelona. It depends if you go through a wormhole or not. <laughs> mm. Yes. Sure. I mean if you hike right onto a bus that takes you to Barcelona. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you keep going and circumnavigate the world in the same direction, not due north, but just slightly off center. Right. Maybe just like you a degree. Eventually, eventually get back around to Spain. It wouldn't be the preferred direction <laughs> of travel or course. I mean, it would be a bit tedious and uh, and a bit hard to do. Anyway, so Spain. <laughs> You'd find yourself in the <laughs> pretentious northeast corner of Spain. What we're, we're, tr- what we're trying to say here is Spain. <laughs> a little bit north of Italy, give and or take. You'd find yourself in a Barcelona, a city of Barcelona, that is mourning a loss to Real Betis. Mucho Betis. Mucho. <laughs> Demasiado. Mucho Betis. Um, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Speaking aren't in tongues they, again. Aren't they Real Betis? They are Real Betis. Well, no. There was just too much of them. Real, Real Betis Balompié. Excuse me, what? Why don't they advertise that? Balompié? Yes, exactly. Balompié. Balompié, Balompié. I like it. They're great. I don't think they'd let it be known. that Los, Los Beticos? They are the the more working class team in Sevilla. Did you say Los Peticos? Los Beticos. Oh, with a B. I like Los Peticots. <laughs> the Peticots, yeah. That would exactly. not go along. <laughs> that would not go along the with Belong- their persona as the working class <laughs> team of Sevilla. We are the working class team of Sevilla. Los Peticos. But yeah, no, they they sure they showed up to play, and I think Barcelona. Uh, they, they pointed to these supposed defensive struggles, but I haven't really seen them struggle defensively. I don't know. I think they've got Messi back. They'll probably be fine. Yeah, from here on out. He did have quite a quite a good match. Yeah, I mean, he got two goals and uh, you know played some dangerous balls, and I think his basically his pass led to the the third goal as well. So he was instrumental in all three. Um, it's just kind of begs the question: like, where's where's the next talent for Barcelona? When have, or when when are they coming in? Because usually they've got someone lined up, and it doesn't really seem like that to me. You don't think Arthur's going to do it? I was going to say Arthur, Malcolm, not really <clears throat> short on I them. think Adam, Adam Lama is going to exactly. go and, and even I mean, if, Arthur even, is hauled off at halftime. Even if those guys get hurt, I mean, you still have to, oh, you sacrifice and you put in, you know, Philippe Coutinho. Oh, the drop in quality. <laughs> Seriously, I hate talking about this damn squad. <laughs> I think that 
really the point that we should be focusing on here is mucho betis. Demasiado. <laughs> this betis team is, has gotten some pretty sig- uh, some some signature wins. Signature. This betis team has gotten some signature wins so far this season. How many times are you going to say that phrase? Over this Betty's team has gotten some signature wins this season. No, I, I, what, what, what was that? Do, do you remember? Could you say that again? What? Uh, no. No, I, I'm not going to say it again. Oh, he's, he's not going to say it again. I was going to say uh, it again. Did they beat Real Madrid? Haven't played them yet. I don't know. No, they. I mean, uh, they beat Milan. Yeah, no, the the big one that I was thinking of was the uh, the two one win over Milan in October. Okay. When uh, there's a there's a great picture that was I saw on Twitter. That was just uh, it was there was one of the squares in Milan, one of the iconic squares that I I don't know the name for, um, but it's just <laughs> but filled it's with iconic. Benson's fans. Super yeah. iconic. It's one of the squares you've seen. (laughs) You've seen it a bunch. Different photographs. In different situations. This time it's filled with petticoats. No, but I mean, we we talked about the the derby win against Sevilla. And Joaquin seems to be, you know, a bit of an emotional leader for the team. And when he scores and the team does well, it, it makes sense. Yeah, and he started this match, which is a little bit different from his "give me fifteen minutes and you don't have to play defense" <laughs> role that he had in the uh, in the derby. I don't imagine he's smoking cigarettes in the tunnel for this one. <laughs> Elsewhere in La Liga, um, of, of note, Valencia won a match. Oh, hey, nice work. How about that. Marcelino to stay. Cafe. <laughs> Sorry about that. Marcelino Who? to stay. What? Yeah, I think Marcelino's gonna stick around. I mean, if you lose to Hitafe, you get fired. That's kind of the way it goes. <laughs> I think this season's probably Whiska. That's a steaming pile of crap. Yeah. It's still Hitafe. <laughs> I don't know if they still have uh, Burger King as their sponsor, but <laughs> those were those were the ugliest shirts ever. It's like you guys just lost to Burger King. Madrid's I mean, on the, four was, straight it wins. Wasn't actually, it Oop. wasn't actually Burger King that was playing. Just just so you know. No, but they were when they had Burger King as their sponsor, they were playing as if it were Burger King playing. Okay. Pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that it's just indicative of how how tight La Liga is. You have Valencia on 14 points, having won two matches all season. Um, three points off of Girona in ninth, three points off of Levante in eighth, and three points off of Vitalid in seventh. And they've won two matches. I mean, like, I mean, Real Madrid, did you say they've won four matches in a row now? They have, in all competitions, not, not just the league. Oh, right. Not really, yeah. But they 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 won um, two, um, kept the pressure up. I mean, the thing about I it mean, is, I mean, they're only four, they're only four points behind Barca at the moment. And looking ahead, they really they have a few games. So within the next, I think three weeks, I was looking. Um, they have games against. Let's see here. So they have games against Villarreal, Sociedad. And Sevilla to start off the year, to end and start off the year. Those are three teams that are just ahead of them on points. So um, it'll be interesting to see where Madrid are at the end of at the end of January. Whether they're going to mm. do something incredibly asinine and spend a ridiculous amount of money in the transfer window unnecessarily, uh, will probably be a little bit determined by that by that stretch. And I think that is the end of part one. That concludes gotcha. the three linesmen's European reach round. Jesus. Oh. Wrap around. Wrap up. Thank Wrap you. up. 
that concludes the three lines from the European wrap up. <laughs> oh, well, we've got a. We've got an episode name anyway. European reach around. European reach. We've, we've reached around the continent. <laughs> All right. Just hanging out in those bathrooms in Texas too long. <laughs> uh, say what? Boobs. Oh, you've got a beer. Now I want a beer. I've got a, I've got an intoxicant. I've got a Guinness. God damn it! Now I gotta go get a beer. <laughs> I'll be back in a second. <laughs> I didn't get that lame water. All right. You've got a beer. What have you got? Have a Cham- champagne, champagne beer. velvet. Ooh. Okay. From uh, Upland Brewing Company out of Illinois, Indiana, Indiana, I think. And it is a brand, an old brand that was one of those pre prohibition gotcha. uh, loggers that got put out of business. So they bought the brand name and are producing the recipe as close to it as possible. All right. Did is you it see it? Good? I know that this is It a... is good. And Sorry. The tagline is the. The beer with the million dollar flavor, because Ooh. I think they paid a bunch uh, for the for the brand. So maybe a million dollars even. Did you hear that the champagne of beers is going to be released in a special edition champagne bottle? Is it going to be? Do you have to I drink fucking... it out of a out of a Marie Antoinette titty glass? <laughs> I, <laughs> you I, do now. I, I don't. I don't know what Isn't a Marie Antoinette titty glass is, but <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna of, get one. Of, isn't it the shape of, of champagne glasses? It's oh, supposed so to be like the flutes. shape of her, of her flutes, small flutes boob. or tits. Yeah. So nice. Nice and clear. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I'm partial to the tit glass. I'm, I'm, I, I don't care for flutes. Do you know what you know? I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Back to football. Was... I mean, back to the football. Continuing with the football. Continuing. Yeah, so, I mean, I I only, I watched Cardiff Huddersfield play. Was this Cardiff's uh, first win? Huddersfield. <laughs> that sounded amazing, uh, by the way. In my Holy crap, no. <laughs> it, sounded, it, went, it went like robot mode. No, I think it's their second. Cardiff, yeah, Cardiff has won two, okay. Yeah. Um, but... That's the only one I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, so I would prefer say, that you didn't talk about it as well. But I did watch the the highlights of uh, of some matches, including Man City and Man United. Did you guys get to watch this one live or what? No, I, I watched because the... it was at the same time as Arsenal. Right. And I watched that, and then I didn't get around to watching this other one. But I watched on delay. I did see some. Pretty nice goals from the city side. Oh, so I thought we were switching over to Arsenal Wolves, but no. No, no, no. City United. So uh, these two... So what I did see live was the lineups come out. And I saw the midfield of Herrera, Matic... And Fellaini. It's like he doesn't learn. <laughs> he doesn't learn. It's like Jose Mourinho doesn't listen to the pod. <laughs> if we do have fans in Manchester, which, you know, you never know. Um, just The question is, does he not listen to us or does he not, like, take on board what we're saying, listen to us? He listens to it and he's just like, you oh, know? these guys don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I'm just going to ignore which, what they're saying. Fair. <laughs> I mean... No, not fair, because for, why do you still have Fellaini in your team? Why is well, he, he still said, starting? He said after the match, or before the match, or I think it was after the match, because this would have been really harsh before the match, <laughs> he didn't want to play Fellaini from the start. He, he wished he was able to bring him on, but he didn't. He's got Fred. Is Mata dead? 
He's uh, dead. Don't know he's what's dead. happening with Mata. Nothing. He's perfectly available, but he still doesn't get played. <laughs> and he still scores goals and wins some points, but doesn't get to play, you know, in against harder teams. I didn't want to talk about United. I wanted to talk about City, but City do the same thing every single time. So it's not... Well, they're just really good at it. Efficient. And it doesn't yeah. matter who... I mean, well, it does matter who they come across, but most of the teams they come across, they just steamroll right. the same way. Well, let's talk about a little about City. So Aguero's goal was really, really good. His hair is still an atrocious, I, I really atrocious enjoyed mistake. I mean, it was... It was the hair's not good. The hair is looking fine, as we know, <laughs> with the bleach blonde South American... No, movie. silver. 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 Silver Fox. Sorry. You know, platinum. Platinum blonde. And, Blue uh, steel. <laughs> no, I mean, what Sorry was amazing tigre. about this goal, though, when, what, what when Aguero... <laughs> oh, I know I've lost things when I'm the sensible one. Um, <laughs> he picks up the ball in midfield, and it, it seems like he just does exactly what he wants to do, and no one can stop him. He just orchestrates the universe to do what he wants. And Manny and I basically just sat there watching as he plays a little one-two with whoever, it doesn't really matter. The Silvers. Goes through. And who are always one available. Of the Silvers, one of the Silver Foxes. And uh, and runs past Smalling or whoever the hell it was and smashes the goal into the net. And no one could do it. it, it he just orchestrated it perfectly. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. And there's nothing you can possibly do to stop me. It's like when, when what was it, Sanchez a couple of years ago when he was at uh, when he was at Arsenal, he made some defender like hit the deck really hard just by. Shipping yeah, it was hips. like one on one with the keeper and did like a step over. It, I think he just like wiggled his hips a little bit at him, and the keeper like fell to the ground, and then he yeah. just chipped. It was ridiculous. It was like it was you amazing. were going. It was like a magic. It was like the Force. He's he's doing Jedi tricks and just made him fall down. Just stuck his fingers out, <laughs> like we're going to fall like this. And that's basically what Aguero did. Aguero's like, I'm just going to keep running, and there's nothing you can do to stop me, and I'm going to score. Thanks very much. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it was 2 0. <laughs> <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> I mean, and at that point, nobody had any expectation of Manchester United coming back to win this match. Um, so I didn't actually see. What led to Martial's penalty? Uh, Lukaku dive and drive. But, but Ooh, Ederson, nice. Ederson's just not like kind of like the Neuer penalty. Just he he doesn't take a good angle on this at all. Yeah, I mean, he he doesn't come out quickly enough. I think he just realizes like there's nothing. Like he's just gonna take the man out. He knows right from the start, and he doesn't care. Whatever. Uh, because he doesn't come out fast. His, his angle looks weird. It looks like he doesn't really go for the ball terribly much. He just goes straight for the player. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think Ederson, one of the only players that could benefit from extending the neck tattoo further up his face. <laughs> or extending the braces further. And you just look at Ederson sometimes, you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a little bit like a the mean kid from Toy Story grew up and became a soccer player. Yeah, you feel like that would work to his advantage as a keeper. Like he's coming out, he makes the face. <sighs> and then except maybe... he except he didn't have that life changing moment when the toys came to life. <laughs> True. Because, you know, that turned him good. It happens for so few of us. I know. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we can't, can't leave out get the third excited, goal. Cause... We can't get excited about talking about this game because it's exactly what we knew was going to happen. Right. Mm. It, it's, it's tough to try to break down a game oh, that you broke down like three hours before the match. Like, this is exactly what's going to happen. I don't even know why I'm watching this shit. And then you see it play I mean, out and you're like, no, see, yeah, cool. no, it's exactly right. Down to the detail of Phil Foden coming on in the 90th minute. <laughs> Sorry, who? <laughs> Phil Foden. What? What the hell is that? The he's Phil the token Foden. like English player 
that plays for City, who's actually probably pretty good, but Pep plays him when it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. How old is he? Uh, early, like 20-ish. Yeah. 19, 20, 21, something like that. I think Pep once said he likes to give 18, young. He likes Sorry. to give the young kids experience, and I'm like, yep, those three, four minutes at the end of games are really gonna be life changing for the kid. He's listed at five seven and 154 pounds. All right, so going he's... going up against Fellaini. <laughs> That's life experience right there. That's he's just... gonna run straight straight into Fellaini elbows. That five is... seven, one fifty. That's just one Fellaini elbow. Just one. Yeah. I mean that's I mean he's starting at Fellaini's elbow height, basically. Good lord. He was born May twenty eighth, two thousand. Jesus Christ. Two thousand. Good lord. <laughs> Good god, y'all. And for the young viewers out there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you were born in 2000 and you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, kid. Yeah. Get a hobby Get or older. a paper route. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. yeah. You can't, I mean, you can't get excited about, about talking about a... There's not much more to say about yeah. it. Even good even ones spectacular takedown or control of the ball not takedown but like Gundogan's a player that hasn't done anything spectacular for two seasons three seasons maybe as long as he's had to but that's not even surprising yeah I think he hasn't done anything spectacular since Phil Foden was born (laughs) that may be true he had some good moments with Dortmund but but that control that who passed him the ball for that that was amazing Took the ball down like seven yards out. Was it the took yeah. a touch and passed it? Yeah, passed to Hair. I'm going to say it was one of the Silvers passed it to him. Um, no, did I think you it see came from further the... back? The was it the French French center back? Was it Laporte? Yeah, French connection. Um, did you see the Smalling attack on Sonny that that? Resulted in in no call whatsoever. The no. So, Sonne, uh is trying to get round Smalling to receive a pass from I believe David Silva, and it's basically a, one of these David Silva straight balls through that cuts the defenders. Sonne's trying to get round uh, Smalling. they don't show it up close you just have the wide angle so it's kind of hard to know exactly what happens but it looks like he just as he's gone around Smalling just sticks out his his hands into his face and pushes is what it looks like now at the very (laughs) at the very least it's obstruction from right right inside always always obstruction I mean you know and at most and I I can't quite tell exactly what happens but it you know it looks like he basically puts his hands on his head or neck and pushes which a stiff be, arm you know yeah would be quite serious a, a thing not that it really changed the outcome of the match at all but i thought that should be a penalty basically i don't know watch it if you haven't because i'm just you know if you guys don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> um yeah so that was uh uh, it was in the 88th minute. 88th, okay. It wasn't like it really mattered. No. I, I didn't think it was very nice. It wasn't very nice. From the, from the sound of it, it doesn't seem very nice at all. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. I concur. You're welcome. So, do we also want to talk of... about this, uh, this coaching thing with Pep Guardiola? Or not? There's a coaching thing, but I had a question... Okay. Um, so this guy, giving it away, that's a guy. But okay. this is a tweet from a player. Maybe past or present. Who knows? Okay. He said... Maybe past or present. It has to be one or the other. It's not going to be future. Well, maybe it's maybe, both maybe past Maybe once and, and future. 
Okay. So the tweet reads, uh, so you guys are supposed to guess who this is. You probably can, given our history on this podcast. Once a blue, always a blue. Man United, lol, again and again. Bolotelli? Uh, yep. I was going to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where is he now? Why he is it always him? Nice? Exactly. He plays for Nice. Okay. Who's Nice? Nice boss Patrick Vieira criticized the striker following their 1-0 win over Nimes last time out, referring to Balotelli as less than average. <laughs> I think we Could you imagine average. that, how tense that relationship is? Let's say, let's just take a second to appreciate that Mario Balotelli is being coached by Patrick Vieira. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Once well, a blue, always a blue. Lol, again and again. That's that sums up United for this season. <laughs> Lol. All right. So uh, you had a. Thing? Yeah, I mean, apparently Pep was uh, interviewed. Right. I don't, I don't know when he was interviewed. Whether this was a post-match interview or what, but uh, the reporter maybe kind of bored with the match itself. Asked Pep a question based on the fact that Danny Elvis has apparently said that uh, being coached by Pep Guardiola is better than sex, and they said, "What? How do you feel about that?" He said, do, do you agree or disagree? And he said, uh, I prefer the sex. The sex. Um, the sex. Yeah. <laughs> prefer the sex. Which... Did he add a, a big time afterwards? <laughs> big time. Or before. I prefer the big time sex. I don't so, feel like getting coached by Pep is, is much fun at all. Yeah, so Danny Alves is gross. It's and effective. Pep, I True. think, likes to pretend that he's involved with other people other than himself. So. Okay. You're saying Danny Alves sense. is gross. Pep, Both answers make sense. Pep did good at pretending to be a human. Yep, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when clearly he's a robot. I prefer the sex. Big time. He's a, a sex robot. <laughs> I prefer the sex. I mean, he could be a sex robot. No one's saying he isn't. You don't hear reports saying, "Hey, that's a very good point, Ian." That yep. that is evidence in the in the sex robot column, which that would make nobody sense. Is saying he's not, which would then make sense that Danny Alves is saying that the coaching is better than the sex because he probably had robot. Pep make robot love to him, and he just wanted to be coached. <laughs> like the coaching's fine. <laughs> Robot love. No to the robot love. Robot love. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Ian, you said you watched the uh, Arsenal. <laughs> what do you match. mean moving on? <laughs> moving on. Moving on from robot love. <laughs> Never move on from robot love. No, uh, yes, I, I did watch Arsenal. Uh, it was it was not fun to watch this match. It I was... watched the highlights, and it looked like Wolves were on the front foot the majority of the time. I'd agree with that. And, and it also looked like the match could have finished up like 4-4. Yeah, I'd also agree with that. So one of these days, Emery's going to have to figure out how to get Arsenal playing in the first half, because... The first half looked like 2017 Arsene Wenger Arsenal. It was underestimating the opponent. It was lazy in the approach, slow, predictable buildup, no real chances, completely open in the back. And Wolves are built to break. They are. I mean, in the past weeks, they've been built to break in a different sense. <laughs> right. But... But yeah, they didn't really take advantage of their chances, um, which Arsenal has to be very thankful for. 
especially given that the goal that we scored was a cross from McTarian that just went into the corner of the net untouched. Speaking of European reach arounds, I caught the uh, <laughs> Chelsea Everton match and uh, I mean, it was as a nil nil draw, pretty uneventful. But the only thing that I could that I wanted to mention was Chelsea have a complete lack of discipline when defending. I'm I'm sure that it's not gonna necessarily show up now, but the slide tackles, the angles that they were taking, uh, I'm pretty sure Gilfie Sigurdsson might need two new ankles after the that match because oh yeah that Jorginho Jorginho just like yeah just scissored him <laughs> awkward um just yeah scissor well, tackled Louise him is back so much but he's and that's what happens honestly he was not the worst defender like it, just up and down Rudiger also did I a know, couple tackles. But they they absorbed his malignancy or I just think sorry is just that's just his you know approach to defending yeah just take the ball like oh, yeah, share. so Chelsea Everton nil nil. And right. now we are staring into the jaws of an interlull. Mm. Yet another uh UEFA League of Nations Cup or whatever. Nations yeah. League. Will we watch Nations it? League. I don't know. I will, but you know. I might try to watch it because I'm hoping that I'll be Back from the airport when it's <clears throat> when the German match is on. Will you be in one of the participating nations? Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, I think the German match is actually a friendly. I think, but hmm. but I will be in Germany when Germany plays on Thursday evening. But I land that evening, so I don't know if I'm going to be in time or not. So hopefully, let me see if that also, is a friendly or not. Monday, yeah, that, yeah, that's a friendly. Yeah, there's a friendly against Russia on Thursday, but then they have a Nations League match against uh, the Netherlands on Monday. Ooh, that cool. would be good. Monday evening, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna watch that in a some kind of German place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be good. Uh, the enthusiasm is just overwhelming. Yeah, this is just <laughs> Well, I don't have high just hopes what you... for it. I don't I don't know what to expect from whether or not people are actually gonna try or put Guys, in B sides. I've or, been or, I've been watching like, this and I've been saying this week after week, whenever we have these international breaks. These games have been good. Spain beat yeah, Croatia five nothing after we don't really take the World any Cup. Notice I know things. you don't. I know you have zero respect for opinion for, for for my opinion at least. That's fine. No, we respect your opinion. We just don't care about the games. You should. <laughs> I mean, what does football. your barber say about the matches? I don't watch those at the barber shop. Oh, but the thing is, even if it's good football, I don't care about the competition. Okay. No, I. Like, nah. No, I just want to see good football. I don't the European Nations League. You could have, you could randomly have an international Champions Cup summer friendly preseason thing. Sure, the football might be great, but I don't care. It's friendly. This one, sure, they say it's competitive. I'm not buying it. Okay. Well, then I'm and not selling it anymore. To watch to find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll watch one. What do we have that's competitive coming up? So, Germany Netherlands is is probably w one of the more competitive matches. Um, Croatia Spain. Yeah. The other. So the other. T the the shitty thing about this competition, I will admit, is the fact that there are three teams per group. So there's only one game per period, mm. meaning that there's no parallel. Anyway, so France isn't playing. It's, it's France, Netherlands, and Germany, which, you know, is, is a pretty good group there. Um, Matt, wh which one did you mention? Uh, Spain, Croatia. 
So that's the second, uh, the, the return, I guess, because when, uh, when Croatia visited Spain, they lost 5 nothing. So now they're, mm. I think, going back now to Croatia. They hit... Yeah, now, now it's in Croatia, yeah. Croatia's in a bit of a uh, hole here. Netherlands-France is on Friday. Right. So they're in a three-team group. Yeah. And one team gets relegated. That's kind of shitty. Yeah, the clear, clearly the worst one. Yeah. I mean, it's kind Not of nice, though, one. because then there's a lot of movement. <laughs> there's a lot of... You know, group mobility going on, which is yeah, sure, which is good for civilization. I may come around to care about this, but realistically, too no. late, Ian. Too late. <laughs> but, but I may just, I may just use my time to do other things. There you go. <laughs> I hear woodworking is really satisfying. Yeah, maybe. There you go. England, Croatia is coming up as well. There you go. Yeah. Definitely not watching England in any of these matches. <laughs> okay, why? Well, I mean, I could barely stand to watch them in the World Cup. That's the World Cup. Okay, okay. but this this is watching England play when it doesn't really matter if they lose, so it's it's easier to watch. Right. Slightly more pal- palatable. Yeah, I don't really... It doesn't uh, draw you in and break your heart. Or draw me in at all. So there's that bit as well. well again, okay. I'm not selling it anymore. Watch it, don't <laughs> watch it, do whatever the hell you want. No, see, I'll, I would watch I would watch Spain. I would watch Croatia. Croatia's interesting. I just don't find the England national team to be interesting because they'll do whatever they want in the friendlies and in whatever these competitions are, and then they'll go back to the same old bullshit. In the competition. Well, that's, well, that's true. Yeah. France is also looking pretty exciting, so if you get a chance, they haven't slowed, they haven't slowed don't, down. Don't yeah. watch it. Don't no, watch no. It don't we can watch France because that's an opportunity to see good Pogba. There you go. And Mbappe. And Mbappe. Yeah. Mbappe, you know, Mbappe and all those defenders around. Exactly. All right. Well, shall we leave it somewhere around there? Yeah, I I think so. Cool. All right. You've been listening to the Three Linesman podcast. Quick question. Is Belgium-Iceland a competitive match? If Belgium-Iceland... I want to see that. Is that what you said? Yes. I I don't believe this is a first tier of the League of the Nations League thing. I think is that's the second tier, right? Belgium. The P- Belgium. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. All right. Well, that might. I might watch that one. We'll see. Well, it could be, but in the in their tier, so right. Second. Tier. I don't know. I don't know exactly how the tiers work because Croatia, Spain are in Group A four. And Netherlands, France are in Group A one. Oh no, they're, these guys are in League A too. So yeah, so right. League A is. So I think it m- where you A must be. be the top tier. Yeah, so this is a top tier matchup. Right. Okay. Iceland though have zero points after two games or three games. Well, don't ruin it for me. Spoiler alert: Iceland <laughs> don't have points in the top tier group. A nation of, you know, 300 people are not super competitive. Sure they are. Come on, be fair. Gilfie's back. Gilfie's back in form. He'll take him. Not after that Chelsea match. He's probably going to have to have reconstructive (laughs) surgery. Did he go off injured in that? Uh, I mean, he was hobbling, but he didn't go off. Later on in the game, I think he was finally substituted, and he just kind of like looked around like, the fuck? (laughs) Yep. So if he hobbled off, he's Icelandic, he's fine. Viking blood. That's right. Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, thank you for listening to the Three Linesman podcast. My name is Ian. Goodbye, Ian. Goodbye, Ian. (laughs) Just just a test. It's just a test for you guys. See if he's learned the the outro yet. Ah, gotcha. (laughs) 
sweet test, man. My name is Robot Love. Yeah. My name All is right. Robot <laughs> And there we say <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>